be anything you want. Coming to your ears from the second story of a single family residence in a spare bedroom that's used as an office and a place for litter boxes in Chicago land. This is that interesting podcast and I am your host, Justin Matula. Episode one of this wonderful podcast we have here. Uh, today we are drinking some beer as well as we go along with this. Um, I'm joined today by um, two people, um, Amber Turborg and Christopher Spencer. How are you both doing today? I'm doing fantastic. That's wonderful to hear, wonderful to hear. Uh, currently we're both drinking... Uh, Amber, you want to say anything? What's up, world? Thank you. Uh, currently we are drinking a Geary's. Hamshire Special Ale out of D.L. Geary Brewing Company in Portland, Maine. How you both feel about this beer? It's, it's pretty good. Very malty. Good. Very sweet. Uh, it's different. It's a three-star. Very simple words. Amber, your, your take? <laughs> I feel like it's kind of heavy. It has a little bitter taste at the end. It's only about 7%, so it's not too, but I mean too like heavy. But I mean like the, thi- the thickness, thickness, thickness of Is that why you're thicker. milking it right now? Probably. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I'm looking forward to the I'm next one. I'm partial to them stouts. See, this well, is not a stout. Yeah, this isn't a stout. But <coughs> oh, Cubs just tied it up. Beautiful. Good to hear. Anyways, since we don't have a date on this, we're not going to know exactly what day this actually came from. But we'll in, in general, um, so starting with Amber, Amber Turborg, how are you today? And give me a fun fact about yourself. I'm doing great. Uh, fun fact about myself. Uh, I like Justin Timberlake. Okay, that's not very fun, but that's still a fact. It's very fun. Um, and Christopher Spencer, let me tell let me tell me something about you. That's fun. Uh, well, first of all, I'm doing okay. I didn't so, ask uh, you how you're doing. I don't fucking you care did, how you're you doing. Did, you I just want to know about a fun fact. My fun fact is actually in the intro, you're talking about how there's kitty litter boxes in here, and I'm actually deathly allergic to cats, so my nose is itching like crazy. Yeah? Yeah? Well, get a little Benadryl, you'll be fine. Be Not fine. a big deal. It's good. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, we do have a little bit of, um, I kind of created like a little different thing. We have a little outline of what we want to get done today. Uh, we're going to talk about um, a few things here. We do have some weird news that I found, and um, we have a little game for both of you. Um, Can't to wait. start off with. Bring it on. Starting off, though, because this is an interesting thing. I found out something about Chris um, ever since I've known him. But uh, recently, I mean, not super recent, but pretty recent, I'd say, um, you did something. Uh, you wrote a book, which you had in, in any ways. You've been writing a book for a while. Oh, yeah. But you actually self-published it recently. Um, a Warrior's Path is a fiction novel created by yourself over the course of how many years? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I started writing it in seventh grade, so we're talking 15, 16, 17 years. Wow, that's just on and off. And uh, rewrite after rewrite, and finally decided to uh, do something with it instead of stare at it. Now, did you just continuously (coughs) rewrite the whole thing or rewrite parts? How did you do it? Uh, Kind of, you know, all over the place with it. Um, Kind of, it's three separate parts, three different books. The actual time, the whole series is Warrior's Path, but it's broken down into three books. Uh, the first one that I just put out is Rise of the Light Warriors. Uh, book two, which I'm currently working on right now, is um, uh, The Fight for Freedom. And then the final part takes place like 20 years after the first two books, and it's called The Kingdom. So this is 
the first book in the series. In the trilogy, so the yes. series is called A Warrior's Path, and yep. this first book book is called Rise of the Light Warriors. Yes, correct. Yes, okay, yes, that's yes. what I want to know. Can you stop cleaning your glass? Thank you, because yeah. it's picking up everything. So quit being nervous. No one's looking at you, Chris. We're not watching you pee or anything like that. That should have been a fun fact about yourself. Anyways, that is a fun <laughs> fact. I can't pee in front of people. I know. We. That's like I said. So no one's looking at you right now. We're just talking. We're just talking about your book that you created and you self-published, which I think is very cool that you're able to – you're like, you know what? It's been this this long. Fuck it. I'm just going to pull the trigger on it and go with it. I did. And that's good. I mean, that's the first step. So you are planning – are you in the process of writing any more? I am doing the second one right now. Um, I'm only like 30 pages in. I kinda, you know, kind of haven't had time doing the uh, whole carpentry thing and, uh, you know – Decided to cut my thumb off so I couldn't uh, type for a little while. See, Another we find out. Uh, yeah, we find out more fun facts about you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fun facts uh, for the, anybody who's listening. Um, but you choose your... that you're allergic to cats. Yeah, my De- nose, deathly, my, apparently. My, yeah, deathly, deathly allergic. Um, yeah, I uh, was in my apprenticeship class back in uh, February and was using a circular skill saw, trying to shave off the edge of a board, and uh, accidentally got my thumb under there. And I definitely don't uh, suggest it to anybody. It hurts like a motherfucker. Now, will any of that um, real-life stuff um, come into play in this next series of the book? Like, anybody cutting their fingers off during it? Many characters, I mean, there's maybe? A, there's a lot of death and destruction and mayhem that they have to fight through. But any specific, like, cutting fingers off, no? No, not, not fingers. Uh, a lot of arms, a lot of heads, you know. Okay. Now, give me, uh, how about getting a little insight? Because obviously, you know, I did not bring the book. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think I, I might have read a few patches, passages years ago. Yep. But tell me a little bit of insight. So, is this based off of any of your real life at all? Do you have any actual real anything, anything based off of that in this story? Uh, not really, actually. It uh, actually kind of started off as a short story I wrote in a seventh grade English class. And it was actually about five different warriors who had different powers of, like, fire, wind, water, you know, the elements. And there was a guy who had light powers, and that just kind of, uh, you know, kind of slowly grew into, like, a 10-page book, then a 30-page book. And now it's the first book I think published it. I think it's 500 and – no, 458 pages. That was actually one of my questions is how long is this book to get through? Yeah. 458 58 pages. pages. Okay, um, so now you said that, and that's, you know, you actually covered a lot of this. So I said there was one with light. Um. <laughs> I, know, I know there's only four elements, but the one guy had light, so he was like the special one. He was kind of like Captain uh, Captain Planet back in the day. I have a question. Yes. Are the characters based off anybody you know in real life? Um, Good question. Not really. I, uh, I really like to create my own characters. I like to get people who, um, you know, kind of fall in love with them in their own in their own ways um you know not as not as uh, crazy as game of thrones where he makes you fall in love with every character and then kills them off but you know do, i mean do does any of the characteristics of these characters play out in anything um like obviously there's obviously has to be like a bad guy a good guy yeah things like that so are any of them based on any of the characters in your own real life right now uh the main character his father actually i uh i uh actually made it where he has a lot of characteristics of my father and things that he kind of taught me over the years. And, uh, you know, just trying to keep the main character, because the main character has a temper just like I do. <laughs> the main character has a temper just like I do, and his father kind of teaches him to kind of rein that in and talks about how the negative emotions can actually kind of stop you from beautiful. Um, stop you from... Stop you from beautiful. That's an interesting yep. insight yep. on that, to be honest. You know, your own... Your own uh, mentality can get in your way if you don't if you let it 
and you know my dad always taught me that so that's one of the big lessons in my book so so now there is so you do have obviously some characters based on that um since it took you this long to create this book um and the tuning to your liking will it take you that long to create this next book do you think or do you think that it will be kind of uh escalating writing experience like do you think you're going to knock this out really quick how are your feelings towards the um next chapter in uh, a warrior's path um i'd really like to speed up the process on this one um the final writing process of this uh, the first book took me like 14 months that's full on uh writing editing everything involved um and uh so this one i wanted to do it in a year but with construction coming up and you know actually getting into my career i you know that's got to kind of sit on the back burner i gotta you know focus on that for now but you know any chance i get i'm sitting down i'm writing i'm uh you know always taking notes and figuring out uh storylines you know things like that so <laughs> if you could tell somebody if it, okay i'm i'm a i'm a, I'm a reader I'm, i like to read things what would if you were to tell me explain your book how would you explain it to someone if you're trying to sell this book to someone how would you explain it to me it's a fantasy novel that has a lot of human emotions in it you know i had my i got my bachelor's degree in psychology i actually was a psychologist for multiple years and you know a lot of the books nowadays it's just cutting off people's heads and you know i definitely have all that shit in the book as well but it's a lot more the emotions behind the characters themselves and uh you know like my father was in the military so he has a lot of issues coming back to regular life what do we got over here pen just continue yeah. to talk don't worry about her okay oh you want the pink she pen the okay pink pen. here you go here's a pink pen so yeah it's uh it's all about the struggle of being in combat and um having to fight for the ones you love even though you you really don't want to fight but like you're put into this situation, this crazy situation where you have to, and that's kind of the whole point of the story. The main character, like he doesn't want to fight, but he has to, and the people look to him for guidance, and he doesn't want to be that leader, but you know he kind of has to step up to that role. Okay. All right. Um, so if people want to contact you and actually get this book, how what would be the best way to get this book? Um, you can actually on Facebook. I have a link to it on my Facebook, but there's uh, actually a uh, Facebook that's Facebook slash uh, Warriors Path. Um, you can also go onto um, Amazon.com and search up uh, Rise of the Light Warriors. It'll take you straight to the page where you can order a copy. Um, it's uh, seventeen dollars right now because I have to uh, beautiful. I have to um, pay for the printing, the shipping, and everything too. That's one of the uh, downfalls of self-publishing. But you know. But you got to do it. That's, yep. that's just, I mean. In the end, I make $4 off each book. Hey. But it's not about the money. That's a profit right there. Yes, Let me tell you. $4 is still $4. Am I right? That's a nice beer. Yeah. That's a beer. That is a beer. That's a beer. If we, if I mean, if it was anything, if we went to the, um, what were, where were we at last night? On the Rocks? Yep. I mean, hell. It's like a shot. It's like a shot and a half. Yeah. I was getting, my drinks were $4. When I got tequila on the Rocks, they were $4 when we went there on Sunday. So, I mean, that's pretty good. I got two drinks and two shots, and it was 18 bucks. so yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think that's a pretty good price. Anyways, enough of um, promoting On the Rocks and Joliet, by the way, off of um, Essington. And Essington and Theodore. And Theodore. And Joliet, Illinois. Anyways. There's actually one in Romeoville, too. Good to know, I guess. <laughs> um, 
So if I were to ask you, if I said, okay, you, you gave me a synopsis about what this is about. It's a fantasy novel. So if I went to you and I said, give me an example. Is it like Harry Potter? Is it something like that? What is it like? What is it? Is this similar to any other series that is already out there? Um, there is one series that is kind of similar to. It's um, You guys probably haven't heard of it because I'm a super nerd. I love uh, anything fantasy. But um, there's you actually. You are a huge nerd. That he set you up for that. You were a little delayed on that, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, there's there's it's actually late. a series called the um, the Demon Cycles, and uh, you know it's all about it's all about this other guy who doesn't want to be a uh, yeah I'll take another one. You know he doesn't want to be a fighter either, but uh, he learns how to fight these demons and things like that, and becomes awesome. And I'm guessing and he's doing it for the greater good. He is. He is. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like Game of Thrones, except for, uh, you know, as Butter says in South Park, it doesn't have as much big floppy wieners. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I got nothing for that one. That would have been set up There's a lot of. There's, there's a lot of. <laughs> if there was something that had something with big there's floppy a lot of, wieners uh, in it. There's a lot of nudity. Yeah. A lot of nudity in Game of Thrones. Don't mind me. We're actually opening up our second beer of the day. Um, <clears throat> I dial back that nudity a little bit. To start it off here. Um, opening up right now during our interview with uh, Christopher Spencer on his um, a written and self-published book, um, Rise of the Light Warriors, um, part of a series of A Warrior's Path. We are opening up Elliot Cottville Brewing Company's Ski Bum, which is a seasonal ale. Um, seasonal ale. For you... I know you're not done with this yet, Amber, but for you as well. Yeah, it's going to be. Let's, let's hope it's going to be a good one. That's for sure. It's a solid six percenter. So, Chris, anything? If if you want to say anything else about your book, now would be the time. Give me a little bit. Anything more? Why? If I want to buy it, why should I buy it? If you if you're telling people this is why you should buy it, why should I buy that book? I think that it's actually a very well written book. I, uh, you know, I'm not very uh, confident in a lot of things, but I am in my uh, writing ability, and the book really. Uh, the book really, uh, what, what am I trying to say here about it? Uh, I think it's one that will stick with you. It really has a lot of emotion in it. It has a lot of uh, detail. has a lot about, um, you know, a lot about family and searching for his family and wanting to be with them again, and that's one of the reasons he's fighting. And, uh, you know, it'll. I think it's one that will just stick with you, hopefully. All right. Well, um, the fantasy novel Rise of the Light Warriors the first of a series in A Warrior's Path. Christopher Spencer is the writer and the publisher. Um, you could find it on his Facebook page. It is facebook.com slash A Warrior's Path, yes, correct? You could find it there. You could find it on Amazon.com. You can go Amazon.com and just search for search A Warrior's for Path. A Warrior's Path or Rise of the Light Warriors. Either one. Find it there. It's, it's all $17. And it's also on Kindle. It's also on Kindle. Look at that. Uh, I'd like to thank you for letting me interview the, you about this, too. I, um, no problem. I hope that uh, you had a little bit enjoyable about this, a little enjoyed uh, time while sitting here talking about your book. And now, a little bit of a, a leeway here. We're at exactly 15 minutes, in, well, a little Beautiful. bit more than 15 minutes into this, which is perfect. Now it's time for some weird news, guys. Woo! And I know both of you are going to love this. I started this. I When I started looking at this kind of stuff, I, I looked up this one thing, and I saw something on Donald Trump. And I know how much you guys both love Donald Trump. And I do love him. He is so, our president. So the first the first one I pulled up, I pulled up a, a woman comforted dying ex-husband by convincing him Donald Trump has been impeached. Now, a little backstory on this. Uh, Michael Garland Elliott, 
who died earlier this month at the age of 75, obviously wasn't a fan of Trump, correct? I guess so. Sounds uh, right. Thus what I'm saying. Sounds right. Um, he was di- dying in his Oregon home at 75. Not even his, his wife. His ex-wife. His ex-wife, Teresa Elliott, who they got divorced two decades ago, was by his side. And still. they were still friends? They were still friends. Good friends, they said. Weird. Very close friends. Weird. Friends. And uh, like I said, I skimmed, you know, I was skimming through this this uh, thing, and uh, she was even saying, I knew it was his very last moments. I knew there would be him comfort, and it did. That all she said was that Donald Trump has been impeached. And um, from what I'm getting off of this, uh, within a short amount of time, he then passed thinking Donald Trump was actually, yeah, impeached. So that's kind of a weird thing. Number one, I... Th- I, f- I so he hated our president so much that that comforted him in, that, his, in his dying moments? I, th- that is exactly what I got off of that story. Well, I mean, I'm kind of glad he's dead. I, I mean, if you look at this picture of him, I know no one else can see it. Look at him. For 75, doesn't he look pretty old? He looks awful. Stress of uh, hating on Trump, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know about stress about it, but um, yeah, he. Uh, I guess um, it, it was a phone call actually, um, and uh, that's that's how they he, she told him over the phone. Over the phone, but they were close friends, and he believed it. They were, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he was senile. They didn't actually. I say mean, was he blind? Could he not search the internet? Was it, he in a hospital where he couldn't ask somebody else if this was true? He just you believe everything you hear. Wow. The last thing she said to him was, Donald Trump has been impeached. Upon hearing that, he took his final gentle breath and his earthly work concluded. All he had to hear that, and he passed. So you know how people say that you might have unfinished business and you're like holding on for last minute? All he had to do was hear that. It could have been a lie. It was a lie. All he wanted to do, he just wanted to hear that once. Obviously, it was a lie. Well, I want to hear I just won the lottery, but... If you were, on your, if you were dying and someone told you on your grave... You just won the lottery. Would you pass happily? I mean, I would know that in my will, whoever I was leaving my earthly possessions to would get it. I'd be happy for them. Yeah. Well, well that's Pay for I'm... all my hospital bills if I was in the hospital. Exactly. But so... I mean, it wouldn't help me to just give up on life. No. We talked about this yesterday a little bit. About... Uh, about pulling the plug. Pulling the plug. Would you want to live? Would you want to go? Who was going to make that decision for you? And you you kind of had a higher standard on that as well. I think I was the only one that was different. And I, I mean, everyone said I was selfish, but call me selfish. It's my life. I can be. Can be. You I can didn't be. Say you were selfish. But I'm just the, not you didn't way. say it. Somebody else said it. And you know what? I, I, I can say I, it is a selfish thing, and I would be. I mean, you could be selfish for certain things. Obviously, you do have to think about the overall thing. If you're thinking about a, a family member or a friend that you're very close with and you have the power. To their death and demise, wouldn't you think that the, your their best interests should be in your your thoughts and your decision process? Well, I would I would hope that whoever is in that position would let their family and friends know what their intentions were if they were ever put in that position. True. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, I mean, if they make the call and say, for me, say I had it in writing that I wanted to be kept alive, no matter what the extent of it was. I mean, technically, that that's me making that call, not the person who I gave the power to. No, I, I get what you're saying that. I know that. But, I mean, what you were saying before, like, you would keep someone on life support even though they had no brain activity. Like, what do you think that, I mean. I guess it really depends. It depends. If, on I who mean, it is? 
and who it is on i mean their length of of life they've lived so far i mean it'd be a lot easier to say goodbye to somebody who's in their 70s over somebody who's in their teens who got in a bad car accident no i I get that so i'm gonna give you a scenario autumn turborg your sister little autumn she got in an accident and your parents aren't around and you kind of have a decision to make yourself because you're next of kin right there. You're the oldest of you're the eldest, I'm sorry, of you of the kids and you're there and they need a decision from you. I'd keep her alive. You'd keep her alive. Yeah. In hopes that she'd come around and if she didn't soon and there was no progress, I would hope that modern medicine would advance to a point where eventually maybe she could be revived back to world's offer similar. Okay. And Chris, any thoughts on this process? Um, you know what? Again, it is all played by ear, but uh, for the most parts, I was talking last night about if I'm brain dead or if they brought me back and I was completely. We good now? Yeah. All right. If, uh, you know, if I knew I wasn't going to have a good quality of life or if they told me I had cancer and I had a year to live, I'm going to uh, take out a large sum of money somehow and I'm going to travel the world. And that'll be the end of that. But we talked about that, we and didn't, Sabrina didn't believe me yeah, that she'd inherit the that debt, she'd yes. inherit the debt. Now, granted, she does have a life insurance policy out on you, so that's not a big deal because Watch then your back. yeah, pretty yep. much. Now, just just to, to let you guys know, obviously, uh, we also kind of discussed this yesterday. We're watching a Netflix series, um, thirteen. Reasons why. Thirteen reasons why, yes, which is about. I it, haven't started yet. I've heard phenomenal things, and it, it is it's a good thing. Um. I mean, obviously, suicide is never um, the easy way. I feel like all of us have probably dealt with something um, in our high school that with someone that in our high school or after with someone that has actually committed suicide. And obviously, it's um, it's something deep. And do you feel like I'm, I kind of want to touch on the Aaron Hernandez thing um, with the suicide for him? I guess what happened was I was hearing things that um, his wife and kid might not get anything. No, he left them nothing. Um, their estate's worth absolutely dollars. nothing. Their estate's worth nothing. Yep. And so basically, I feel in that sense that that was completely selfish. Oh, yeah. For him to do that. He could have been now. I think there's a law. I think he's a coward. Yep. Well, correct. I mean, again, we don't know the ins and out of everything. No. no one knows what it is, what goes through people's minds, obviously, during these things. But that's why, you know. These kind of preventions. I mean, obviously, he was in jail. He, right. You can't have a good life in jail, no matter what and anyone There's says. a lot of speculations about what happened, and I don't know if anybody will ever know the true story. Um, I mean, one person says one thing, another person says another, and the tabloids bring in crazy things from left field, right field. And I don't know if the world will ever really know what was going through his mind, um, where he was, and what made him make that decision. Uh, it, I just think it's a cowardly act. I, I, I think so, too. I, yep. I, I think what didn't they say there's a law too that um, because he was still on trial, that because yes. he died automatically, it was technically, he was not guilty. Technically, technically you're not guilty. Yes. You, can't, you can't continue the trial in that state. Yes. And then they're saying that the NFL may owe him all of his money that he's. But I somehow doubt that because there has to be some kind of clause with suicide involved in it, unfortunately. I'm sure there is. I mean, I don't know the lengths of his contract. I'm assuming if he had a good lawyer, I don't know why any NFL player wouldn't have a good lawyer and they're signing an NFL contract. But 
all that money. Lightning. Lightning. Tampa Bay. Very good. <laughs> we're talking about football here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about hockey here. Calm down. My we'll dog, talk about hockey a little my later. My dog is scared shitless of the thunder. She's going to be under my bed right now. Well, you have two dogs, by the way. Yeah. Right, well, one of them doesn't give a shit about it. Again, another fun fact that we find out 20-something minutes in, almost 25 minutes in. What's a fun fact about you, Justin? Me? Yeah. Well, I set up this wonderful podcast. That's pretty fun. Okay. It's, it's, a, lot more, uh, it's a lot more interactive than I thought it was going to be. Why? Why? I, I, I didn't know you had a uh, soundboard. And uh, Actually, is this the same soundboard we had from Back yeah, in the Band days? it is. No shit, back when we were Shattered Soldier. But obviously, you could, you could tell it, it, it's great to have multiple mic. I could add more microphones. If we had a bunch of people in here, I could add more. I could add up to one, two, three more microphones. I don't have three more microphones. Mm. Amazon. Yeah, obviously. eBay. Yeah, I know. Where do you think I got one of these headphones from? Fun, yeah, another fun fact, people. eBay. Uh, and if anyone hears the barking in the background, that is the cameo from my dog, Roxy. Yep. She is a bitch. Yeah, another fun fact. Uh, I, we're going off the uh, same soundboard. From a band that we had, uh, shit, where we, I think we were still in high school. Or it was just out of high school. It was a long time ago. Um, not to change the subject, but continuing on because I kind of did mention a little bit on the uh, Netflix series. So on Netflix, a recent story that I just published today that I saw on Twitter, there is a hacker that's holding Netflix uh, awesome. to ransom, ransom over the new Orange is the New Black <gasps> season. Uh. The hacker claims he has the new season. Oh, shit. And wants Netflix to pay. Do you watch that? Yeah. Oh, God, it's a great show. It is. It I is. I was skeptical at first. Um, it's still, it's very sh- shocking. It has a lot of shock factors Shit to it. shocking? I, I said shh. Mm. It's very, I was trying to find the right word. Shocking wasn't it, but it What's has a good so, shock factor. What's shock, shocking about it? Um, I'm not going to give anything away. Uh, what are we on season three, four? Four? Uh, four is complete. Yeah. It, this is actually about season five. Really? There's been four seasons already? Yeah. Huh. From what I'm seeing, yeah. Four seasons. I never watched it. Yeah, upcoming it. fifth season. Wow. Yeah. I'm, it doesn't seem like it was that long. But you've heard of it. No, I've heard of it, yeah. I mean, Orange is the New Black is the first thing that Netflix has produced. That's what probably... It? I never watched it. Hmm. That set, I think, the tone for Netflix to make all of their s- series, like The 13 Reasons yes. Why. Yes. That Strang- was the catapult. Stranger, Stranger Things is where it's at. I don't like that show at all. But how, awesome. there's supposed to make another ep- another yeah, season another of that season, as well. I think uh, November. I watched so. five episodes. I got bored. I just, it's not my type of show. Now, what's amazing to me is, do you see how many Adam Sandler movies are on Netflix right now? Yeah. I hadn't noticed. Seriously? I haven't. I mean, I just go to my shows that are like recently watched. And I know exactly what I'm going to queue up. Oh my God. There's so I many don't ever Adam Sandler movies. I don't movies. have to. He actually has a... Um, contract with netflix to make a certain amount of movies with them that's netflix release only yep so i don't see how good they are to be honest i haven't uh i mean if it's anything like jack and jill yeah i i honestly i, I honestly think they're terrible yeah that's it, a this is a i just look ski bum inspired no i just got it this past month um uh, just so you know all these beers that i'm getting right now are coming as a gift from me um I got. I have a uh, beer club. Santa. That um, I was given for three months. This is bottled in January. Yeah. What's your yeah. point? Most beers like this are good for 180 a, days. I thought it was 90. It's a winter. 180, depending on what it is. But this is a winter ale, oh. which is really weird that they're but sending it for spring. April. Yeah. It was bottled in winter. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, continuing on, I just thought that it was actually in the news today that there's a hacker. So hopefully we'll actually see that kind of stuff. Um. Maybe have it re- um, released early. That'd be kind of cool. I can't wait. Hello, Roxy. Uh, there's Roxy right there. Thank you. Who's Roxy? 
Um, thanks, Rox. That's Rox. Thanks for barking. The next one that I saw was interesting. I did hear about this a little while ago that uh, for, um, there is Enzo Ferrari. Do you know who he is? Do not. He is um, obviously I'm the creator. I'm guessing he created the Ferrari? Yes, yes, yes. So his corpse was stolen no shit. recently, like within the last few weeks I heard about this. I'm like, who the hell is going to steal his corpse? What are they going to do with a corpse? I, would I mean, it's probably both. They were holding When a did he corpse. die? Um, I th- it was had to be within. Oh, in 1988. Okay, so his bones. He's bones. He was die. He was buried in 1988 at the age of 90. Wow. And um, so long life. So recently, this was ju- you know obviously a little bit after that. He he must have this must have been stolen obviously sometime in March I'm assuming. Um, Italian cops arrested 34 people to foil the plot <laughs> to steal. The Ferrari corpse. So that means 34 people were involved to steal a corpse of bones because someone died in 1988. So 29 years ago, Ferrari died. Yeah. And they wanted to steal his corpse for to hold it for ransom. I don't know what the hell they were trying to get from it. That's ridiculous. But I um, mean, probably money. Yeah. What? But what do you need money from? Like, what kind of money can you make from it? I mean, I'm assuming the creator of Ferrari cars has has a lot of money, or but his. But okay, think about it this way. So, Ransom if if your back. mother was famous and somebody dug up her body and bones and held you for ransom, you wouldn't care about like her remains being returned to you, or like where they were laid to rest. How can you verify it's the truth? I mean, go to the cemetery. Anyone could dig something up. This is true. I'm, I'm you could saying. dig it up and move it, or you could replace it. I mean, I'm just saying, like you could. I mean, you've you heard could, of grave diggers, people that go in and try to get no, jewelry I, and things off of bodies. I get that, but what I'm saying is, like, they wanted n- millions of dollars. That's insane, and like, I can't believe they got 34 people, yeah, on board for the same. 34 people. Probably a weird uh, situation where they're just like, "Hey, you want to go steal uh, Ferrari's bones?" There's like a cult. I guess they were staking out the staking? tomb, staking out the tomb of Ferrari, and they happened to see this gang. Sounds like a fucking Ocean's Eleven. Movie. Oh, good movie. They That's made movie. several visits to the tomb over more than a year of planning, and individual members were identified as being in charge of drawing up the plans, stealing the body itself, and delivering the ransom demand to the Ferrari family. That's, That's uh, pretty. Interesting to me, to be honest. That's, so that's heavy. Yeah. It's so, different. moving on. <clears throat> uh, more weird news. More weird news. This one I I, I I laugh at because for some reason I feel like it's <laughs> going to happen in our life. A drunk man was arrested for tackling a parking lot security robot. Oh, a robot. Uh, battle for future of humanity escalated last week thanks to a drunk man who tackled a security robot in Silicon Valley. Of course, who would actually have? That you know, a robot. those kind of robots. Um, uh, Jason Sylvia, Sylvain, uh, who's 41, attacked a crime-fighting K5 droid in the parking lot of a robot manufacturer, Nightscope. Um, Mountain View Police Department spokeswoman Katie Nelson told HuffPost she said an employee for Nightscope detained Sylvain before officers got to the scene. Um, wow. This is Look at this thing. Look at how big this is. 
I mean, you that's guys, what she said. That's uh, yeah, that's true. That's what she said. But that's how big this thing is. That's pretty. That's like a person right there. It's like a rolling condom. Yeah, it's like it's a giant penguin. It's. It, I mean, it's got to be what, like five feet tall? I'd say. How does it fight crime? It's probably yeah. I'm five four. It's probably my it's height, roll, if not a little taller. You. Don't worry, he's back on patrol, according to them. Um, just, it doesn't have arms or anything, so I imagine all it can do is roll into you. I I, I would guess. Um, maybe it shoots. Maybe it's got a, like, tasers. I don't know. I guess the only um, charge he's getting for that is uh, charges of prowling and being drunk in public. Um, so not too much there. So that's um, that goes that. Yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty bad. Obviously, as it's it's seriously sad to me that one day I feel like one of us will uh, eventually. It would probably be me. Eventually what? Tackle Tackle some kind of stupid robot. Well, I don't think uh, out of the three of us. It'd definitely be me. I don't think any of I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play the game. And just so you guys know. Um, we are playing a game here, and the reason we're playing a game here is because I think it'd be fun for you guys to know these things. Um, so we have, we're going to kind of play what I call J-Match Jeopardy. And what J-Match Jeopardy is, is I have three, as you can see in front of you. The reason I kind of did this so you guys could actually have a visual here. Um, sorry, I'll get this out of the way. Three so of my favorite things. We, I, I figure... You you three should probably know little things about these things. Us three? Yes. Us you, two? Uh, you two. Sorry. So just so you know, we have three categories. The first category being beer. Love it. And we have 100, 200, 300, 400, and 500 points on that. We have the Cubs, which is another category, our second category. Again, one through 500 on that. We have food, one through 500. Now, there will be a final Jeopardy question as well, just so you know. Are you going to keep score? Yeah, but see, that's the thing. We're doing something different. That's why I want to make it kind of mine. That's what if you said. get it right, this 100, you get to pass out one second of drinks to one of us. <laughs> Love it. It's a drinking game. If I get it wrong, I have to take that many seconds. It's ex- we're learning, people. We're yeah. learning, people. All right. Now, it's I'll explain the final Jeopardy. Jeopardy when we get to it. Um, How do we buzz in? That is a very, very good question. Um, Chris? For your buzzing, okay. you have to say a phrase. All right. Okay? Your phrase is, my mom made out with Kyle. Try it. My mom made out with Kyle. Okay, now, now I'll have to call on you before you do this. Okay? okay? So before you even start this, if now if you fail to buzz in properly, you will automatically have to take that many seconds. Okay. Okay, that's how it works. And you're, since you have a soundboard, you get to do it. Or would you like a phrase as well? I'll take the soundboard. Okay. Um, I us. do have a question though. Yes. Do we get to pick our points, or is it a go? No, no, you get to pick numeric. your points. Okay. So like, it, like what we have left. That's why I actually have this in front of you right here, and that's what I'm, what I'm going to do. So as soon as you pick one, I will cross it off on there, so you'll know. So these are obviously everything that we have available. I, I mean, for my soundboard, can I use any of the of them? I, I need to have one specific one ready to go at all times. Ooh. You know what? Better yet, put it down because you're going to have to hold on to your microphone anyways. Your phrase will be the Denim Family. Can you please say it? I'd rather use the sound. Nope, board. nope. Denim family. The denim family. The denim family. Thank you. Put your phone down. Okay. The now, oldest in the denim family. Now, let's uh, to start, no, to start this off, how about this? Children. What I'm going to do is Six I'm years. going to give you guys a question. All right? That's how we're going to determine who fi- who gets to go first. All right. 
first one to say how old Roxy is gets to go first. Three. Five. The Dunham family, five. She's going to be five. The Dunham family, four. She's four right now, so Amber gets to go first. Amber, please choose. We have beer, cubs, and food as the categories. All Everything's available. Ooh, let's go food for 100. Food for 100. Cross that off there. So, food for 100. They're not onion rings, but the seafood appetizer. The Denim family? Yes. Calamari? Calamari is correct. All right. So I have to say what is. Do I just have to no, say No, no. You okay. just got to say it. So now the, um, the board is yours, and you also get to pass out that one second. Oh, one second to J-Matt. All right. I'm, I'm down with this. This is great. Her phrase is so much shorter than mine. <laughs> I'm going to start it. All I have to say is Calamari with my mom. Calamari with my mom. Calamari with my mom. Yeah, just, you, you really got to start it. You didn't even say it. a word. Yeah. <laughs> Calamari with my mom. I had to think about what my phrase was. Uh, do we have to wait second. for the question to be finished before we buzz in? No, you don't. Okay. I will stop reading the question as soon as you start speaking. Got it. I just wanted to be sure. So you have control of the board. Where would you like to go Let's next? Let's go food for 200. Food for 200. All right. And the next question is, it's a hot dog on a stick. The Denim family. Yes. Corn dog. Very good. And another <laughs> pass out two seconds. Uh, two to Chris. Two to Chris. All right. Wow. She's on top of this. Chris, you need to pay attention. Jesus Christ. I'm paying attention. I. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean brain, to call your name. No, my brain doesn't think that fast. So. All right. Food for 300. Food for 300. Thank you, Amber. All right. Continuing on. Ben and Jerry's ice cream is headquartered and founded in what? U.S. state. The Denver, the, De- the Denim family. Tell me to know with my mom. Uh, obviously, she got it first. Amber. Vermont. Correct for three hundred three seconds. Please pass out. Can I split them up? You can. Uh, two to J. Matt, one to Chris. All right. Jesus, I'm already almost ready for my next beer. Same here. Oh, so mm-hmm. same here. Let's go and open them up. You're not even close. I'm just gonna open them up for you, anyways. Oh, this one's rough. So you actually have control of the board I'm still. I'm not a winter ale fan. Um, we got a porter coming up next. Whew. Food for 400? Food for 400. And let me just move this out of the way for a second. How about this? I'm gonna. O- we have food for 400 coming up. I'm going to open these beers for everybody. Is this um, London Porter Gary's? This is Gary's London Porter. Um, another one by Gary's. Now we're getting uh, uh, my stuff. D.L. Gary Brewing Company. It's a London Porter, like I said. So... <coughs> Roxy, relax. So, again, we're food for 400. All right. And are you ready? What's your ring in? Tom, maybe not my mom. The Denim family. Thank you. All right. For 400, what company is the largest pizza purveyor in the country? Tom, maybe not my mom. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Domino's. Eh. That's wrong. Take four seconds. The Denim family? Yes. Total Amber. guess here. Pizza Hut. Very good. You get to pass out four seconds. That wow. Was, that was actually my first. One well, maybe you should go with your gut my sometimes. Gut. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I do that all the time. You know actually. what? Four for Chris. Beautiful. Wow. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. It smells like chocolate. That's what she said. That's what she said is right. I wish that right. was my buzzer. <laughs> oh, this one's phenomenal. Well, uh, right. the one that you what she said. the London Porter, I definitely suggest it to anybody who loves it. Gary's. Uh, Made uh, in. Portland, uh, Maine? Portland, Maine. Yeah. Maine. Control the board. Let's go. 
Oh, let's close it out. Food 500. Food for 500. Give me closing. the mother sauces. Closing that. <laughs> Hostess Twinkies were invented in 1931 by James Dewar in what U.S. city? Comedy Dilemma, Mom. Yes. I'm going to say uh, New York. At five seconds. The Denim family? Yes, Amber. Chicago? Very good. And she just cleaned out that board. Pass out five seconds, please. Wow. Oh, five for Chris. Five. That's ten, right? That's oh, wow. See how great this game is? Now now his delayed reactions are gonna be the best to me. He's a gamer. Alright, so we still have two categories left. Obviously, Amber still has control of the board. Man, this is sad. Okay, let's go to the Cubs for one hundred. We're going Cubs. You ready? Did you take your seconds? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, that's like, not ten. I got like I got like three left. I'm uh I'm a strategist. I'm trying to get drunk here. What Maybe it'll bode well for you. What kind of strategy is that? It's a bad Sounds one. Sounds like a good one. This is pretty good anyways. All right. No, it is very good. For 100, what Chicago Cubs player is known as Mr. Cub? The Denim family? Yes. Ernie Banks? Bingo. One second. Pass out, please. Uh, yeah. uh, J-Matt? Okay. I'm not I'll take fast it. enough to That's say. what she said. Kyle may met my mom. That's all you got to say. Kyle may met my mom. Kyle may met my mom. My mom. Like, just say Kyle. Saying mum. All you gotta say is Kyle. Be like Kyle made out, and like start it, and then finish it. it. Yeah, if you finish it, if you start it before her, you know how to, how to finish it. Right. Kyle made out with my mom. That's, That's all you have to keep said. saying. Like literally, it happened. Burn it. It's burned into your memory. You should remember this. Yeah, okay. I was not there. Control the board. You were lucky. Cubs two hundred. Cubs two hundred. All right. Question: Who was credited with the game-winning RBI? Kyle made out with my mom. Yes? It's a uh, fucking uh, Zobrist. I'm sorry, that's wrong. What game? The Dunham family? Yes. Miguel Montero. Correct. Miguel Montero had the, had yeah. the game winning RBI. He had it credited because he, uh, yeah, yeah, he scored R- the, he, he got a double. the RBI for the Zob- first yeah. run. Zobrist had the second Zobrist. run. Zobrist. They yeah. scored, but because we already had the lead, yep, Miguel Montero's credited with it. And because what happened was the Indians scored yep. in the bottom half of that inning. Yep. But we were still ahead, and we were ahead because of Miguel Montero. Montero. All right. So you get to pass out two still. Two to Chris. Two to Chris. All right. And control board is still with Amber. Jesus Christ. Cubs 300. Chris, I hope you do well on beer at least. What was the name of the cursed goat? Yes. Billy. No. Drink three. I have no idea. Three, two, one. All right, so if you didn't do it since I get to pass out three seconds now, and I'm going to pass out three seconds to Amber. The cursed goat's name was Murphy. I knew that. Murphy's yeah, Bleachers. Yeah, Murphy's Bleachers. Come on, people. Wow. Let's think about this. Yeah. So I be- knew that. I couldn't think of no it. Because no one actually got that point. It goes back to Amber. Amber, you have I control of the board, and go ahead and take it. Thank you, Chris. That was not me, by the way. Um, let's go Beer 100. Beer 100. All right, Chris. This, this should let's be you. Give Chris all right. a chat. All right. What does IPA stand for? Come on, my mom. That's, that's in there. India Pale Ale. Hey, you guys on the board, people. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. One second, please pass out. To Amber, please. All right. And with control of the board, 
Go ahead. Well, beer 200. Beer 200. All right. You just move right that along, don't exciting. we? How many gallons of beer are in a keg, otherwise known as a half barrel? The Dedham family. Amber? Half barrel? Half barrel. 20? I'm sorry. That's wrong. Two what seconds figured. to yourself, please. Um, got my deal with my mom. I'm going to say, I, I believe it's... Is it like is it eleven gallons? Nope. Again, you're wrong as well. Okay. So go ahead and take two seconds. Um, <clears throat> an actual barrel of beer is thirty-one gallons. So it, the 40, standard like, half barrel, which what you assume to be a keg, is fifteen point five U.S. Mm. gallons oh. is the standard keg size. So because no one got that, and you both took two seconds for that, Chris, you still have control of the board. Switch it up. I'm going to go beer 500. Wow. We're going right to the hardcore stuff. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah. you guys actually know this because I think this is some research you got to do. What is the oldest U.S. brewery? The Dunham family? Amber? Budweiser. I'm sorry. You're wrong. Five seconds. I uh, actually have no idea. You, so, no, no answer to you? No. I get to pass out five seconds still. Uh, the oldest brewery in the United States is Yangling. Uh, in 1829 out of Pennsylvania, and I'm going to give five seconds to Amber to have her catch up. Yingling, huh? Yingling. Isn't that weird? I would not. I would think Anheuser-Busch or something like that. Correct. Yeah, um, Yingling's based out of... Uh, what the hell are they based out of? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I was going to say. I, I knew it was Massachusetts. East. Well, I would assume it's East <laughs> East Coast, you know. <laughs> Anyways. We, uh, we landed. Uh, beer 300. Okay, beer... more Pliny. Beer. We need. Yeah, we do need. That's out of the West Coast, though. Yeah. I hope that your friends send you that in the beer club. Most beer can fall into two categories or styles. What are those two categories or styles? I didn't know that there was actually just two. Um, I was going to say the same thing. beer can be fall into two categories or styles. If I tell you the answer to yeah, this. Yeah, we're going to be like, what the heck? You're going to be like, so oh my God, easy, we, right? we fucking know this shit. And um, I, th- I would guess Ky- one of them, Ky- but I wouldn't know what to call the other one. Kyle made my mom. I think I got. Uh, I'm gonna say a. Uh, I'm gonna say a lager, and a pilsner. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Okay. So three seconds. Right. I'm not touching that question. Three, two, one. I still have three seconds to pass out. It's lagers and ales, people. Mm-hmm. Lagers and ales. India Pale Ale. India Pale Lager. I mean those IPL IPA. Um. Again, most beers. Most. Beers. I wouldn't call that most. Well, I, at least I don't feel completely stupid. I got loggers. All right, Chris, you still have control of the board. We have about three well, wait, questions who's, who's left. Who's getting those questions, those drinks? Because nobody got it right. Oh, yeah. What, it's three, me, isn't it? Three seconds. Sure yeah, is. Yeah. I'm, 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 I, I figured I'm you knew mouthy. that. Close out that beer. I figured you knew that. Close out that beer 400 for me. Beer 400 closing this out. All right. Um, what beer was the first to win a blue ribbon at Chicago's World Fair. Yeah, in my mom. Yes. PBR. Very good. Four seconds. Pass out, please, Chris. Amber. Oh, gosh. Can we go back to the food category? Isn't that a great? Isn't this great? It like, good. see, good. there's things that you guys learn. So, I mean, congratulations on learning shit, at I least. Was, I was doing it on purpose so you can finish that beer. I would have guessed Miller Lite. Really? A blue ribbon? Blue ribbon is in the name. I don't drink that garbage. Perhaps blue ribbon, yes. But you've had it before. I actually don't think I've ever had a PBR. Okay. I, actually, I have had Miller Lite, and that's awful I as well. I actually weirdly enjoy PBR. So does your brother. I know. My brother my, my brother <laughs> swears by it, but I just drink it if it's on special. Oh. Um. <clears throat> All right. Well, 
Uh, I guess you still have um, two on the board. So, Chris, you have the board because obviously you got the last one, right? Which one? Cubs 400. Cubs 400. Um, and now, what outfielder did Steve Bartman interfere with? The Denham during- family? Amber? Moises Alou. Very good. Pass out four seconds. It was Moises Alou. Sure was. Four to Chris. Sure damn was. Sure damn was. I guess we'll go with Cubs 500 since that's all. That's well, long. you can't even go with anything because I'm just going to go with Cubs 500. All right. But you said it was my choice because I got it right, so I'm just saying. I didn't even say that yet. You said it at the beginning. Whoever got it right got to pick the next one. Yeah, but there's only one question left. You never said that. Well, anyways. Which player started on the Cubs... Went to the Atlanta Braves and then back to the Chicago Cubs. The Dunham family. Greg Maddox. Very good. Close that out. Five seconds. Pass it on. Five to J-Matt. Five to J-Matt. That's what I'd like to see. Team players. Good old Greg Maddox. Good old Greg Maddox. Love Greg. Great, great, great player. Pitcher. All-around player and pitcher. Not a good hitter. All right, guys. We are playing Final Jeopardy here. All right. What we have here is you each have a pen. You each have your name on the piece of paper. And I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, what's the category? Uh, the category is alcohol. I love it. Okay. I figure it's something that both of you would understand. Correct? Sure. Okay. We understand. So moving on. This. So this is how this last is going to work. What are you looking at? I was looking at how long this has been. Uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> This is how it's going to work. Your thumb doesn't need to be on the table. We're not that's playing my, that kind that's of my name. Oh, sorry. I thought it was your thumb. That's how th- that's how little your hands yeah, are. Um, Anyways, so what? This is how it's going to work. You're going to. I'm going to ask you the question, and the closest to that answer oh. will be the winner. Because I is guarantee like trivia you, night, isn't it? It, it is. is it's the closest. Tasty prizes. To the now, what I, you guys do need to, to bet something. I don't care if it's between one and twenty. All right. Ooh. You get to bet between one and twenty. Dollars? No drinks. drinks. Oh. Why? You don't have money unless you want to put money on the table right now. I don't carry cash on me, or I'll spend it. I'm sorry. <laughs> True or false? Sabrina asked, "How much does a podcast cost?" Last night. I think she did. Yeah. Yeah. I've never. I was not there for that. You, oh no. my God. She's. She's like. How much is he gonna need tomorrow for the podcast? And I'm like. One hundred dollars. I looked at him. He's like. She's like, is 60 enough? And I'm like, I looked at Chris and I was like, uh, like, like, "Uh, maybe a hundred. He played along with it. (laughs) So I don't know. Did she give you any money? She did not. Tell her that you owe for the podcast. Yeah. She owes me for the podcast. Yeah. Let her know that. Text her right now. We're in debt for that podcast. Justin paid for me. Text her right now because she's at home watching Game of Thrones. All right. It only came out to 40. I Justin paid for it, but we owe him. Okay. So what we're going to do is this. I'm going to ask this question, and I'll give you the, the parameters of how you could write this down. Okay. This is the question. Again, the category is alcohol. Um, in the United States, how long did prohibition last? In years? In days? That you could write down as many as you want. You can give me a multitude in of months. years, months, days, hours, or minutes. All together, if you like. And you'll do the math? And I let will us... do the math okay. and do it. So right now, you guys have... 30 seconds starting now to write your answers. And just to confirm, whoever's the closest gets it? Whoever's the closest gets it. And make sure you write down your wager as well, please. Again, so 30 seconds starting now. So while they're writing their answers, I'd like to go over this podcast. This isn't fair. Chris knows history. 
Um, it doesn't matter if who, what Chris knows. Anyways, to go over this again, uh, we are here for a reason. We kind of went over a few things today. Um, <clears throat> Chris Spencer did write a book. Um, he wrote a book, and the, the start of the book is called A Warrior's Path. You could find it uh, on his Facebook, facebook.com slash warrior's path. Um, that's where you can find it on Facebook, or you can go to Amazon and look for A Warrior's Path, or you could search for Rise of the Light Warriors. It is a 458-page fantasy novel. Um <clears throat> Again, Rise of the Light Warriors, uh, written, self-produced, self-published, $17. Find it on Amazon. Find it on Facebook. And Kindle. All right. And now we get down. And Kindle. Yes, there we go. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I asked you, how long did prohibition last? I'm going to start with alphabetical order. Amber, let me see your answer. It's actually weirdly close to one. You wrote 11 years. Okay. Chris, what'd you write? 11 years, five months. Let me tell you. Chris, you won. Yeah, so I I was like, I know it's over that. Prohibition lasted 13 years, 10 months, 19 days, 17 hours, and 32 and a half minutes. Oh, shit. So because of that, Chris, you get to pass out 10 drinks, and you're the winner of the game. Oh, hell yeah. So pass out those 10 drinks, please. Uh, Five each of you all right so my question is the regular round didn't count for anything no no it's okay. just fun well i'm never playing that regular round again that's not very nice you have to take three five that's water okay since you, since you people can't see she just dropped the mic she did just drop the bike you can't just say i will and have people hear you anyways i will um I'd like to uh, thank both of you for being here today and playing my games and dealing with all of my shenanigans. I think this has been a little fun time. I hope anyone that listened actually enjoyed this shit. I hope anyone listened in general. Are we live? We should be live. How can we be live? Next one should be live. Live on tape? That's not live. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. It could be live on tape. Let's go live next time. All right. Anyways. Show the world what they're missing. uh, Back to Chris, Christopher Spencer, Facebook.com slash Warriors Path, Amazon, Kindle, look for it. Uh, The title is Rise of the Light Warriors. Thank you for joining me. Amber Turborg, thank you for joining me. Amber Turborg likes uh, Justin Timberlake. She also loves uh, Salsa 901. Oh, yeah, Justin Timberlake's tequila. Justin Timberlake tequila. Get it. No limes necessary. No limes. Wow. I don't believe that. Um, Watch the YouTube clip. I am your host, uh, Justin Matula, and this is, has been our first episode 